Okay, so we're discussing Yesemiris Agaiva. And we spoke about the marshal that Chazal gave for Baal Gaiva of a person who builds himself a palace with a very impressive facade, very impressive wall, very impressive windows, whatever it is. And everyone walking past the palace thinks, wow, this guy must be a millionaire. Look what a fancy house he has. And then all they can see is the outside wall. But eventually it becomes that there's a crack in the wall and people can see through. And they see that inside it's just a bare floor with straw on the floor. There's nothing there. The person just built a facade to press the passerby. But inside there's nothing. And so that's the marshal of a Balgaiva. Someone who's making a persona, making an image that he wants to impress other people. But really, the inside he doesn't have anything to back up, so to speak, the impression he's trying to give. The paragraph which starts, in, again, Parakilalif. It's a long, long paragraph. We're holding by the paragraph which starts for Paramashlach It's towards the end, and uh, that's the exa- that's the marshal he gives there. And uh, if therefore, like we said, a person can can find anything to be a Balgaiva about, whether it's something which is he's brighter, he's stronger, he's richer, or he's more of an honor, whatever it's going to be. That he gives all the examples of being a Balgaiva. Um, just as to digress, because it's. That's in the Yon of the Yerma. It's you do it at the last line of Saita. The Gemara says, Rebbe, That when Rebbe died, so the, the people who had another ended. There was no one who was a real honor after Rebbe Aranasi. So that the Gemara says, Rabbi Yosef says, Don't say, Don't say there's no one who's honor because I'm still around. I'm still around. And obviously, everybody, all of us, are trying to, it's the last closing words of Masech Saita. And everyone, yes, right. And everyone asks the question, like, what in the world? What, what does it mean? You're going to say that I'm still an honor, so then you can't say that not, there's no more love in the world. What is the of trying to say? So, I saw a beautiful explanation. I don't remember from who. Perhaps I have some stuff, but I don't remember exactly. Beautiful explanation. Whereas we know the story of Yosef's life. And the story of Yosef's life was Rabbi Yosef, as you know, was the, the leading common Chachim of his day. And not only that, he was called the Sinai. Yosef had a nickname, Sinai, which means he remembered the whole Torah. He remembered the whole Torah, and uh, that was something unique for Yosef. And what happened was, Yosef got some kind of sickness in the, in the brain, not sure what it was, maybe from a meningitis, maybe something else. Whatever it was, it wiped out his memory. It wiped out his memory, he remembered nothing. And therefore, afterwards, people told him things that he had said. He said, I don't remember saying that. What was he talking about? And his students, uh, students, but particularly his main student, Tabaya, started teaching him everything that he had once known and forgotten. And therefore, Yosef says that, look at his life. He had been in a position of being the biggest Tamil Chachma of his day, the Sinai of the day. And he had gone from that to being in a stage where he didn't remember anything. And he had to learn it all again. And therefore, Yosef says, don't say that Batla Nova, that there's no one to be on of because Look at what happened to me, and you see anybody can be an honor. Because a person thinks, look what I've got. And so it gives me a reason to be proud of. Look what you've got means look what you can lose. There's nothing you can, even a person's mind, even what a person knows, you can lose that too. And therefore, you're not saying, I'm an honor. He's saying, take a lesson from me how to be an honor. Because you can see how much a person can lose, and you can see that therefore you can't, there's nothing to be about Gaiva about. Because there's nothing you guarantee you're going to keep. I didn't think it was sure. So he says like this. He said the other nature of a Balgaiva is that they imagine, Im, Im, immediately assume that they understand better, they know better, 
and therefore I'm willing to listen to anybody else's advice, anyone else's opinion, because I know better than he does. So why should I want to listen to what he has to say? And like we said by the Gvildagon, we left last night, the Gvildagon says talks about this inspiration of Abbasra. The Gvildagon says that by what he calls Barberav de Chadyoma, a Talmud Chacham, when he starts to learn, can get affected by this kind of gaiva. Uh, no, he starts with his mind, he starts to understand, he starts to think of things, he starts to uh, like, uh, widen his ability to, uh, to, con- to conceptualize where it's going to be, and that brings him to think, I'm the, I'm the greatest time of in the dark. And all this, that feeling of understanding is intoxicating. And therefore, a person thinks I understand better than everybody, I understand more than everybody, and uh, as a result, I'm going to consider everybody else uh, that I don't understand as well as me. I had this just recently, I was talking to Mishai, who's in the show of Yadaran. He said that uh, it's a system, he said, when Bozdi Vishivik Tana, each one feels he's already the God Ladar. It just takes time for people to realize it, but he feels already for himself, he's already the God Ladar. It's coming from the same mistake, which means it comes from the fact that a person starts to see a certain amount of success, and then he thinks, well, so, um, it, it gets taken out of proportion. Like, the person thinks, if I can really understand, I can, I can think of a shtikul Torah, I can write down my own chabura, whatever it's going to be, I can finish my sechta. So it makes him person think he's, he's a god ladder. It, it could apply to other things too. And that is anywhere where a person starts to see success, the success multiplies in his mind to think what he, you know, how, how much he could do. I, I had a Talmud of mine who left Yeshiv and went into business. He decided he's going to. This is popular business today. He's going to create an app. I don't exactly know how, how you know. I don't know how you go about creating apps, but that's what he decided to do. And he told me that uh, after a few months, very proudly, that Beatsim, that he's just started in his foray into the world of commerce, and he's going to be a multimillionaire one day. Why? Because the app he just started developing a few months before is already valued at a million dollars. Uh, who valued it? Uh, who gave him the million dollars? Nobody. I don't exactly know how you value apps either, but he decided his apps worth a million dollars just a few months. He's going to be you know, the up and coming, the next multi millionaire. And therefore, he decided that he is an expert in creating apps and he's going to like, give advice to other people how to create apps, whatever it's going to be. Now, his app was five years ago. Uh, his app, which was valued a million dollars, still hasn't actually been launched yet. It never, you know, I don't know what happened to it, but it hasn't gone anywhere. And uh, over the time he realized that it's not just because he had some initial hope of success or things seem to seem that they're working out, that means you're the biggest expert in making money and you're going to be this multimillionaire, which as of yet he hasn't become. I'm just saying it applies in other areas too. There's a person who starts to see success, they think, wow, you know, I'm so successful so quickly, I'm going to be super successful. No, it doesn't always work like that. A person's imagination works a few steps ahead of them, and then that imagination makes the person a balgaiva, so then that already, I think, what I'm going to become, so they can, I can already pride myself on what I, I can imagine myself as being. How do you compare that, let's say, to... There's no parking body up my own. Yeah, there's a big difference. The, the, the fact that a person dreams big for what they want to achieve is fine. The problem is dreaming big, they think, I'm that big. If the point of the were a thought, well, you know, I already have Tamidim, so I'm going to be the next Vilnagon, that would have been a mistake. They would have been feeling to guide it. The fact that the person wants to achieve a lot, okay, there's no problem with that. Then he will achieve a lot. He, he will, he wants, Yad Dishmaya. 
but there's nothing wrong with dreaming of achieving enough. The idea here isn't achieving. The idea is thinking what I am. I consider myself to be that much because I imagine I'm going to get there. Oh, you had a picture on the wall. He used to have an album of burning pictures. Look at them, he's dark. And he left the last page empty with a little paper inside saying, Mordechai, if you don't well, you'll get your picture here too. Uh, so you know, he's told so himself. But it's, uh, that's very different. A person can have shi'ivas to become a god. It doesn't mean he thinks he's a god now. If you had put a picture of himself as a mitzvah boy, now after Chavetz Chaim and Chaim Oizen, like me, then there would have been a Malgaim. But you're going to say, you know, which one day you can get there, that's for sure. We all try and encourage ourselves, one day we can get there. The problem you're saying here is the person thinks they're already there. They're already there. That, that's, that's the gaiva which comes from the imagination. Like I said, the Milligan says the plaz specifically to a person who's starting off. Because then they ha- they've started to see success, and they think that the imagination runs ahead of them, how, how much successful they're going to be, and they really pride themselves on that. Whereas a person who has more experience sees that success is tempered with difficulty. And sometimes I see that, I'm not, that the people who know better than me or more successful than me or whatever it's going to be, and that just that the circumstances that I, a person meets in life already like tone down that guy. You know, people have just people not everything works out perfectly. People have setbacks too, and then uh, the experience of life turns that people learn more and more that uh, what they imagine themselves to be the best and the most powerful and the most intelligent, everything else, uh, you know, they, they see it's not always true. All, all those things help to temper that natural guide that a person would feel. Okay, and that's what he says. Even Tamirim who haven't learned properly, even they've just started to open their eyes to see the Torah, they think on the same level as the Chachami Chachami, the greatest Chachami. And that's the, that same mid of guide we spoke about. That's all in the category, all the examples you gave are all in the category of a gavalev, Mirisa Gaiva. And therefore, we call him Tsarashi Naki Aretsa Mirisa Nakis. A person who wants to be Naki, a person who wants to, be, to clean themselves from the negative meta, so then for sure, any form of Gaiva is negative, and a person has to work to, to detach that feeling of Gaiva from the person. But, here, you know, the institution doesn't say he's talking about the mid of Nakis, just in the, in the sense of being practical. And that is, like we said, we have a year soil, it's mentioned lots of times. We got, I got from a revolver, Hashem, a beautiful name, it's the Mashgiach of Mir. And that is that it's not always a chokhmah to try and tell a person he's a Balgai. It's not always intelligent. And sometimes it does more damage than it does good. Because it's true. You, you'll get those Talmudim uh, who've just begun, who think that they're big, who think a lot of themselves and think that they're going to become the next, or they already are, that I adore, whatever it's going to be. To shatter that self-image can do more damage, because at least this way, you know, he thinks he's such a tzaddik, so he's going to learn all that because that's what tzaddik can do. And he thinks he's such a big uh, god, all that he has to know, he has to you know, always be in the best marriage. That's what you're going to let him do. Whereas if you're going to tell him, listen, kid, you don't know what you are. You, you're you're nothing. You don't even know how to learn a page of Gemara. You're definitely not the tzaddik you think you are. Uh, don't don't have these dimyanus. You're a hundred million years away from them. Right? And uh, so what are you going to do? You, you, know, you might break the guy, but you'll break him too. So he'll give up. He says, okay, so you're right here. The Shkira tells me I'm really done anything. I'm just a, I'm on a very low level. I don't understand anything properly. And anyway, I don't know what I've done. So why should I not? I'll, I'll, just, I'll just do nothing. So what have you gained? It's true, maybe you made him less of a Valgaiva, but you've also destroyed any, any hope he has of growing. And that's why, as, as in front of him, 
it's not always clever. When you see somebody who's a Balgaiva, it's not always clever to try and break it. It's always clever to try and break it. You might be doing more damage. Oh, it's a bad weather. That's true. Maybe now's not the time to work on the bad weather. Maybe he'll, 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 maybe he'll learn on his own. A given time, he'll get to this later on in life. Whereas, uh, whereas it's, uh, if you're going to break that meta, so you're going to break any hope he has or any ambition he has to try and grow. Sometimes maybe it's, it's not the right way to grow, but maybe something which is uh, in, 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 enabling him to grow. Right. So even though it's, it's true, it's nothing knocky and it's not a level of perfection in midas, but not everyone's holding by the kiss. Maybe he'll get there one day. And it's sometimes more conducive to him to let him grow with that. That's on the one hand. And I'll tell you another story. This is, a, this is actually a story I was witness to. When I was a Bach in Kaltaria, so the Alta Meshkiach of Gedalia was still alive. I call him the Alta Meshkiach because at that stage he was in his 90s. It's sad. A person who felt that uh, he resigned from being a Meshkiach when he felt that the door was too low for him to talk to. And if he used to come, he used to dive and whatever, and people used to come asking for advice. And he was the old style Meshkiach. He used to give Shmuzin and Baruch Vezer Shem and Kamenet against Israel. But uh, the old style Meshkiach, and we wanted to be sharp, and he had to be sharp. There was a certain Baruch in the Yeshiva. He really was one of the best Baruch in the Yeshiva. If he was older than me, but he was, a, he was very good. He was a good head, he was serious, and he was a good learner, everything. And uh, obviously, his age is in Shaduchim. And we had a lot of girls, and each time he said no for a different reason. And then somebody advised him, goes, he obviously spent a long time looking for a shidduch. Go speak to Rabbi Dalia. Like, like, maybe he'll have some advice for you. Rabbi Dalia Eisner. I thought he did. So Rabbi Dalia like, spent some time and listened to him. And told him so, this girl didn't like that, this girl didn't like that, and this girl didn't like that. So... Rabbi shouted at him, and he said, the problem is that you're too much of a Balgaiva. And therefore, anyone you meet, you think isn't good enough for you. And he said to him, he said, if that's the way you feel, you'll never get married, because you'll never find the girls good enough for you. It was really uh, not to give us. And he felt, and even as older Baruch was, 26 or 27 at the time, that's what he told him. We were younger Baruch we heard the story. Um, I met this Baruch, I think, 20 years later. Twenty years later, um, he was working as a, at the checkout in Shari Ravachar as a cashier. He's very good white hair today. He's still not married. I don't know what he thinks about himself today. I don't know what he's doing. I mean, I know what he's doing with his life. He's acting as a cashier. But uh, there's a certain Nakuda that, on the one hand, to let a person use that minister guy to help him grow, maybe there's a market for that. But on the other hand, there's this time when it becomes destructive. When a person feels that they're so good and they're so special that no one else is good enough for them, so then that's, uh, that same guy that can be a negative. Is it rather a personal story. The proof of Gedalia was right was that the Spachel didn't take him seriously. There wasn't an overnight change in him. He didn't think, that's the case, it's not going to, like a withdrawal mode and that kind of change or get broken or anything. No. Carol exactly the same. Means, then, yeah, that's what you think. I don't agree with you. Uh, so that just proves he was right. He, he was such a Balgaid. And then he made it. So even if the ultimate Mashkir could tell him, your problem is too much of a it didn't change him. But uh, so, did the Musa work? I don't know. 
but uh, was the most accurate for sure. Whereas, uh, like I said, it needs that shikla das because sometimes you tell someone that uh, you promise you too much of a bad guy if you think you're much greater than you really are. Like I said, it has that ability to break a person too. But that's from the outside. We're talking about the nakiyas that a person wants to reach, and that's something coming from an internal drive to be naki, an internal drive to be on a higher level. So then a person has to attack himself with that. Attack himself with that. And that is, maybe I'm a Valgaina. Maybe I'm, I'm thinking I'm, so, I'm much more than I already am. And that's the next thing that Mr. Shem says. And that is, V'yayda v'yavin, ki'ayna gaiva el hivarin manish. The problem is, gaiva is like a blindness. A person can't see himself the way other people see him, and therefore he can't see what's missing, or he can't see what's wrong with him. If he be able to see himself honestly, objectively, then he would see the areas where he's weak as well. He'd see the things he's doing wrong. And therefore that distance him from whatever... The areas are which are which are raw, which are bad. Uh, he would that that would be the compass which would which which he would notice what he's doing wrong and help him change. And because a person's a balgaiva and therefore doesn't see anything wrong with himself, then we made it. from their own perspective, they they they, they don't even think of that because they don't see there's anything wrong. Now there's a certain a point here which is important, and that is. That's a good way for a person to check themselves. To check themselves. And that is, how much can a person look at themselves and think, I can see what I'm doing right and I can see what I'm doing wrong. And I can see where I'm good and I can see where I'm, where I'm not good. Because if a person can see himself and admit that there's a lot of areas where I, I really feel I'm not good enough, I really feel that there's a lot missing, then at least there's a certain MS to a person's ability to see things in himself which aren't good. Whereas if a person sees himself and they really can't see anything wrong, they really can't see anything wrong with themselves, they think that they're perfect. And not perfect, like a big topic, but fine, there's nothing. What's wrong with me? What's, what, 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 what possibly could you, could you, could you have tainas in me for? Then there's, this, then there's this danger that a person is blinded to themselves. And like I said, even if he's not a Balgaiva yet, but that's the middle which is going to get there because a person is only, can't see anything bad, can't see anything wrong with himself. So the next step is going to be, he's going to think, is better than everybody else because he definitely can see things wrong with everyone else. Uh, that's uh, that's the first point. And as I said, the danger with Gaiva is it blinds a person because when a person gets to that stage, so then he's not looking at himself objectively anymore, and he made it. He he thinks he's something that he's not. As I said, the the way to overcome Gaiva has to come from the inside. He was asking, he was begging me. To and the Lakota has to be that a person can, from the inside, come to a point of recognizing what's wrong. Whereas when someone else is from the outside and he can't see it, it's not going to make a difference. So just deny. Just like he'll deny the fact that he's a Vulgai. He's just saying, Agav, this is something a person has to work on, but to get to the level, the counter level of Anava is much harder. It's, it's more than just me not, not being a Vulgai. There's an extra level, an extra dimension that he talks about there. Like, the whole stage in the sign of being an Ainov. The main point, just to sum up, is the three the three steps that we spoke about of a Balgaiva. Number one, again, besides a Balgaiva who 
really thinks he's in a different level to everybody else, and therefore he doesn't, he, he doesn't care about other people. But besides that, there's a Balgaiva who's desperate to put on a facade. There's definitely to put on a, a, a certain act to other people, and that they should see him a certain way because he doesn't want to be seen for what he thinks he really is. That we said is the middle kind of guy we spoke about. And the last kind of guy is where a person puts on an act for themselves. And it was not just that then I know that I'm nothing, but I'm trying to make everyone desperately believe that I'm, uh, I am. I'll give you an example in a simple, simple sense we all understand. A guy who has no money, but he's in a society where wealth is looked after, and therefore he's desperate to put on an act of looking as wealthy. So he'll spend money on trappings, he'll spend money on things which everyone notices, and it means at home he's nothing to eat except for bread. He'll do that because I know I don't have any money, but I'm desperate that other people should think I do. That's about a guy who knows the truth. He knows the truth, but he's trying to put an act. But it's not a kind of Balgaiva. And that is the Balgaiva who has fooled himself too. Has fooled himself too. And therefore he really thinks he has. He really thinks he is something. And in a, in a way that's more dangerous. Because then he doesn't have the inner compass of knowing that this, is just, this isn't really true. This is a facade. He thinks he really, he really is holding by that. And then it's harder for that person to get to the MS and to see that he's fooling himself as well.